This episode of the Applegate Experience is brought to you by SCPRO, that's Sierra Club Potomac Region Outings, a special activity section of the Sierra Club Virginia chapter that organizes hikes and other events for the general public on behalf of the Sierra Club's Washington, D.C. chapter and the closed in groups of the Maryland and Virginia chapters. Check out SCPRO for more information today. And tell them Stephen Applegate sent you. Now let's get back to the show. Good morning, everyone. Here we are, Monday. 6.51 a.m. April Fool's Day. For those of you who celebrate a little bit of mischievous prankhoodness. Let's get this heat turned up. It's 31 degrees Fahrenheit and it is a brisk partly cloudy morning. What a weekend. Boy oh boy. I had the opportunity to meet some fantastic folks on Sunday. But it it didn't start there. Friday night, I was out and about and um, got to see some other old friends, old acquaintances, as well as uh, an old co-worker. And I was out late Friday night, so I got to sleep in Saturday morning, of all things. In fact, Saturday was probably the laziest weekend day in a long time simply because I just didn't have anything planned I didn't have anything I wanted to accomplish until Saturday afternoon where I came across this post for the Sierra Club and their hiking trip at the Catecton Mountain in Cunningham Falls where I shared this event after stumbling across it on my Google Maps events page So I went ahead and I shared it on my Thermont Neighborhood Facebook group and got a lot of interactions. And yeah, somebody literally commented that it was 30 minutes before the event. And obviously, if there was more time, there probably would have been more people to show up to uh, do this seven mile hike. And man, oh man, did it kick my ass. I did a live uh, Facebook broadcast yesterday after I took my shoes off and I sat in the car and I took a few minutes to catch my breath. (laughs) It wasn't that bad. By that time, it was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. But I just wanted to give up at so many points along this hike, especially the last half mile where you are getting, let's say, 600 foot elevation within a half a mile or so, a mile. And uh, it was very strenuous. I think one of the hikers had said, this is a a B-level trail. And I don't know what that means. I'm not a hiker. I don't go out to these events, these excursions. And I uh, I don't participate in any hiking event. But 
I found myself on the side of a mountain, scaling the rocks. It wasn't that bad. You know, no ropes. And uh, you know, safety gear. I had my pack on, and mistakenly, I had put a full gallon of water in my pack, which is about, what, eight pounds? So, lesson to be learned. For a three or four hour hike, do not take a gallon of water. Take just enough for you to drink and remain hydrated. Otherwise, you're going to suffer from carrying all this additional weight. I, I had a 35-pound pack on my back. Maybe 40 pounds. I don't know. I didn't weigh it. But I had my kombucha in there for when we reached the summit. Um, by, by the second half, I took the gallon out because we had backtracked from the cascading falls, Cunningham Falls. The largest cascading waterfall in Maryland. And it's a majestic sight. It really is. I mean, I've seen it many times before because we live just a stone's throw from this magnificent water feature. And we go up there frequently during the summer months to let the kids go swimming in the, uh, the lake, which is the only beach in the area. Growing up in New Jersey, you've got the Jersey Shore, and it's like nothing compares. But it's the next best thing, for us at least, being up in the mountains here. So we definitely do not take advantage as much as we should of this wonderful natural resource for not only extracurricular activities and hiking trails and camping. Now, we do go camping frequently, but... We, we just don't go hiking. You know, the kids are too, too small to endure such a rigorous trek up the mountainside. And I popped out both, both angles at one point. And luckily it wasn't serious. And I had my, my rugged Timberland boots on, which kept my, my leg fairly straight. But it still popped, and it's a little sore today. But uh, other than that, I think I fared very well, considering I couldn't have done this a year ago. I just was not in the shape to do any physical exertion such as this. Now, others who attended, there was about 12 of us total, and they go all throughout the Potomac region, hence the Sierra Club Potomac region event club. And I'm so glad I did this. I just, I dropped everything and I got there around 9.15 in the morning where the event started at 10. Got to talking to the park ranger and lo and behold, someone walks in and we start talking about the, the trail. So I, I didn't know he was leading the excursion then he introduced himself and yeah it was uh, it was great so we've got uh, 
Sean and Bob who led the excavation. And a bunch of others who had introduced themselves, and I caught all this on video. I don't believe the audio is going to be sufficient, so I might just go ahead and edit some of this video down into, you know, maybe a five or ten minute uh, compilation of this expedition, I must say. So, of course, I talked about the Applegate experience. I talked about butcher fasting. I talked about how I haven't had much to eat whatsoever over the past 134 days. Nine consecutive, have you? And they looked at me like I had three heads, which is usually the case. They didn't even, they've never heard of such a thing. And these people are, some of them are very active and their fitness level is on par. So they have nothing to worry about. But for those of us who were morbidly obese, leading sedentary lives and not getting off the couch, much more to just get to the refrigerator and pick up a snack, hey, it's a, it's a difficult task for many of us who just don't do this type of thing. So here I am making my way down the Katakton Highway and uh, welcome aboard. This is the Applegate Experience Podcast if you haven't already gotten the gist and uh, I keep talking about it and people are checking me out. I go to the grocery store. They said, hey, Steve, checked you out. I'm like, oh, thanks, Lee. That's fantastic. And you know what? It's such a tremendous feeling to be sharing this experience with each and every one of you because I'm networking, um, meeting new people, making new friends, and hopefully I'm influencing them one way or another just to bring some alternative sense of health and wellness to the table something that people are not familiar with, something that's unique, exciting, and new. Well, it's not new. It's been around for tens of thousands of years. Intermittent fasting. You know, we would forage for food and eat what we could when we could get it. And then we would go long durations without it. And that was how our species evolved over millennia. So, if you haven't already, just check out cherrylane.associates as I invite you to reinvent yourselves. For those of you who are not only couch potatoes, but the wild adventurers who scale these mountains and find yourself at the pinnacle of greatness and physical fitness. Because there are additional benefits to this intermittent fasting that allow you to really look within you and to find a balance and a better understanding about the journey towards enlightenment. And that's what this is all about. And if you haven't read Siddhartha by Herman Hesse, just listen to the audiobook if it's available. I'm sure it is. 
or pick up a hardcover off of Amazon and just chomp down and read it. It's it's well worth the time, especially because of this journey that we all endure. And thank you so much for for your support. Bitcoin is accepted, by the way. <laughs> See the show notes below, and uh, you can be sure to check out all the different amazing exchanges for cryptocurrencies. If you just want to get into Bitcoin, so be it. It's 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 finally taking a turn for the better. We're looking at a bull trend here, folks, and looking at just in the last month about a nine percent increase, which is great. Nine or ten percent in four weeks. Fantastic. So what that translates to is current valuation of Bitcoin at forty one hundred and fifteen dollars. Up from a low, four week low of thirty nine I'm sorry, thirty six ninety six. And so that translates to about about nine percent, give or take. And if you're looking at the overall trend for the past year to date, the all-time high within the last 12 months was at $9,600. So we've gotten down to a low of about $3,200 or so. And that was back in December, where 12 months prior, December of 2017, we had an all-time high of 18000 $900. And some exchanges had it as high as 20000 plus. So, yes, there's a lot of speculation. Yes, there's a lot of uncertainty and unregulation. But once the SEC establishes the proper protocol for going about these things and having complete transparency and guidelines there'll be worldwide acceptance that transcends you know the black market so to speak because there'll be corporate adoption big money this uh, fiscal debacle that really had lost and dumped nearly 900 million dollars from the market over the last 16 17 months has really stigmatized a lot of folks and they just don't believe in it they think it's some taboo bs uh magical internet money that doesn't have any type of tangible value and when you compare this to fiat currency, it's the complete opposite, and it's deflationary because it's decentralized, and there's a finite amount. There can never be any more than 21 million Bitcoin, ever. It's not like the, you know, the Financial Reserve could go ahead and crank out a couple extra hundred million dollars here and there in paper money. And here we go, just distribute this out into the general public. No, folks. There'll always be a set amount of crypto 
for the most part. And when it comes to Bitcoin, it's $21 million. Other cryptocurrencies can go through hard forks and they could you know, do a coin burn and get their trillions of cryptos down to a more manageable, reasonable amount. So of the thousands and thousands of alternative cryptocurrencies, you've got plenty to choose from. But I would say stick with the top 10 if you can and if you want to get heavily invested because if you're going to work with any of the cryptos within the top 100, there's a lot more risk involved because some of these are not backed by bigger, larger investment pools and they're widely um, questionable. And some of them may be fly-by-night. They they could have established some simple white paper and a fancy website that looks all fancy with just a ten dollars or $20,000 investment. And here they are raking it in, getting people to buy their crypto and they might turn out to uh, just disappear one day with millions and millions of dollars. So this is where the SEC needs to come into and have your KYC and protocols that will regulate these transactions and still maintain transparency and deregulation, decentralization, have you. So I'm excited about it because I've got a large stake in there. And I just... I just am very excited to watch it grow, even though there's been a tremendous loss. um, We're hoping to recoup our losses over the next year or so. So that being said, what's on the agenda for today? Uh, Getting in the office a little bit later than usual. Here it is at 7.09. I'll probably get uh, clocked in at about 7.30-ish. And... That's a couple hours later than I use, I'm used to getting into the office. Sun's already up, which is fine. But, um, hey, I'll, I'll still put in plenty of time. I'll clock out maybe 3.30, 4 o'clock this afternoon. And uh, I've got a few stops. I've got my glasses that need to be repaired because our <clears throat> infant toddler got a hold of my glasses and gave them a nice work and not sure if uh, they're going to survive thankfully their the free pair that the company had sent me as I had inquired about my first set being inadequate for driving so they were gracious enough to pop a new set into the mail for me at no additional cost so I think they retailed um, on their, their invoice the cost to be about $25, which is nothing. And I know for short, they retail for more than that on their website. Twice as much for the frames alone, plus the lenses and all that. So Lenses RX, uh, thank you so much for that. Um, Hopefully I can have somebody repair them and uh, get them back into working order so I can drive and see all the wonderful things that are meant to be 
and um, that's just about does it folks I'm uh, I've got about six six seven minutes left in my commute here and I think I'm just gonna leave it at that so be sure to check out the Sierra Club if you're in the Potomac area Northern Virginia Southern Maryland as far as Northern Frederick venturing to the Catacton Mountains and Cunningham Falls fantastic group of folks I must say so it was a real pleasure I'll be sure to be reaching out to a lot of these folks um, on social media to network and participate in additional events like I said so once again if you haven't already please check me out on Instagram at Stephen Applegate MD as in Maryland and Applegate Health on Twitter as well as Applegate Management on YouTube So if you haven't already, make it a tremendous day and be sure to live life healthy. Thank you, folks, and uh, be well until next time. This is the Applegate Experience for your ears only. Be well.